Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 6 precious people. Ufunuo mlango wa sita watu wa dhamani. When the lamb breaks the third seal. Wakati mwana kondoo anavunja muhuri wa tatu. When he breaks the third seal, then inside there he also releases the secret of the character. Unaona kwamba anapovunja muhuri wa tatu, alafu mlendani pia anaachilia siri ya tabia. The characteristic, the features of the perfect bride of Christ. Tabia, mienendo za biharusi mkamilifu wa Kristo pale. Verse 5. wa tano. When the lamp opened the third seal, wakati mwanakondoo aliuvunja muhuri wa tatu, I heard the third living creature say, "Come." Nikamsikia yule kiumbe watatu mwenye uhai akisema njoo. I looked and there before me was a black horse. Nikatazama na mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mweusi. His rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na mizani mkononi mwake. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among all living creatures saying. Ndipo nikasikia kile kilichokuwa kama sauti katikati ya wale viumbe wanne wenye uhai ikisema a quart of wheat for a day's wages. Kipimo kimoja cha ngano kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja. And three quarts of barley for a day's wages. Na vipimo vitatu vya shairi kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja. And do not damage the oil and the lakini usiharibu mafuta zaituni wala divai let us focus on this today wacha tulenge hii leo this is the vision i described before the throne the black horse haya ndio maono nilioelezea mbele ya kiti cha enzi farasi mweusi so you see when i say look there is going to be an economic crisis in the prophecy kwa hivyo waona kwamba niliposema katika unabii kwamba kwaenda kuwepo na shida za kiuchumi When I said there is going to be famine. Naliposema kwamba kunaenda kuwa na njaa. Where did I get that prophecy before I went on the 23rd of August and said it to the world? Nilipata wapi huo unabii kabla ya kwenda tarehe 23 ya Agosti na kuisema kwa ulimwengu? This is where I got it from. Hapa ndipo niliipata. Number one he says. Cha kwanza anasema that the rider of the black horse is coming but he's carrying a balance. Ya kwamba mpanda farasi wa farasi mweusi anakuja lakini amebeba ratili. So when the Lord says Kwa hivyo wakati Bwana anasema that the rider of the black horse kwamba mpanda farasi wa farasi mweusi he is running around the nations anakimbia kote kote kwa mataifa and is coming na anakuja and is holding a balance a weighing scale in his hand na amebeba ratili mikononi mwake the lord is saying bwana anasema buying and selling kununua na kuuza buying and selling kununua na kuuza that the buying and selling of the nation ya kwamba kununua na kuuza kwa mataifa is now in the hands of the black horse sasa kumi kononi mwa farasi mweusi. You can almost tell now. Waweza kujua sasa. The buying and selling of the nations. Kununua na kuuza kwa mataifa. Where the black horse was running. Alikokuwa akikimbia yule farasi mweusi. Is now in the hands of the black horse. Sasa kumi kononi mwa farasi mweusi. That means there is a black day coming. Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kuna siku nyeusi inayokuja. To the global buying and selling. Kwa uuzaji na ununuaji wa kote duniani. Do you see how the Lord speaks? Je, mwaona vile Bwana hunena? He saying 
there is a black day coming because I give you here you put for me equal to that the balance I take it Anasema kuna siku nyeusi inayokuja maana yake ninakupatia pesa unaweka hapa alafu unapima inayosawazishwa nayo nachukua inasawazisha the buying and selling of the nations kununua na kuuza kwa mataifa is equal to trade ni sawa na biashara meaning there is a black day coming to trade the buying and selling of the nations is equal to global commerce and hence is equal to global economy buying and selling but there is something most important i want you to understand here lakini kuna kitu cha muhimu kabisa anachotaka muelewa hapa that when the black horse is released ya kwamba wakati farasi mweusi anaachiliwa you hear the voice of the lord himself from among the four living creatures unasikia sauti ya bwana mungu mwenyewe toka miongoni mwa wale viumbe wanne wenye uhai and he says na anasema is instructing the rider of the black horse anamwagiza mpanda farasi wa farasi mweusi he said when you get there Anamwambia kwamba ukifika kule make sure that one quart of wheat goes for one day's wage. Hakikisha kwamba kipimo kimoja cha ngano kinaendea mshahara wa siku moja. That is why I prophesied the global famine. Ndio maana nilitabiri njaa ya kote duniani. In the Hebrew definition. Katika tafsiri ya Kiibrania one quart of wheat Kibaba kimoja cha ngano is just enough wheat for one person for one day. Ni ngano ya kumtosha mtu mmoja kwa siku moja peke yake. And yet I know that in the average Jewish family in this time. Na ili hali najua kwamba katika jamii ya kawaida ya Kiyahudi wakati huu. They could be 12, maybe they are 10. Wanaweza kuwa kumi na wawili ama kumi. I know that when you go to work, you don't go to work for yourself. You go to work for your family. You bring bread on the table for all of them. Najua kwamba ukienda kufanya kazi haujifanyii wewe peke yako, lakini unafanya kazi ya kwamba ulete mkate kwa ajili ya jamii yako wao wote that is why i understood i said wow that means there is going to be an inflation in food prices ndio maana nilielewa nikasema kwamba wow hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kutakuwa na kupanda kwa bei za vyakula when you go to work you used to bring food for the whole family to eat Ulipokuwa ukienda kazini unaleta chakula kwa jamii yote ile. But you will be able to bring only food for one person to eat. Lakini sasa utaweza kuleta chakula cha mtu mmoja tu ale. Then I began to pronounce global famine also. Basi nikaanza kutangaza njaa za kote duniani pia. However, hata hivyo, he gave two prophecies in one. Alitoa unabimbili mara moja. The first one he says, you go and bring famine on the earth. Ya kwanza anasema kwamba wewe nenda na ukalete njaa duniani. Scarcity. Ukame. Lack. Ukosefu. But the second prophecy. Lakini unabii wa pili. With the same breath. Na pumzi ile ile. He says, however. Anasema lakini. If you meet oil and wine Ukikutana na mafuta na divai. Don't damage it, preserve it. Usiharibu bali uilinde. In the same prophecy he gives two sub prophecies. Katika unabii moja anapeana unabii mara mbili. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you go to Israel. Ukienda Israeli. In this time. Katika siku hizi. The rich people lived on the hills. Matajiri waliishi juu milimani. They poured down. 
na maskini chini but listen very carefully lakini sikiza kwa makini sana if you compare the lifestyle of the two groups ukilinganisha mtindo wa maisha wa haya makundi mawili the poor people even today in israel maskini hata siku hizi israeli the government has to subsidize the price of pita bread serikali ni lazima ikapate kusaidia katika bei ya mkate wa pita and so everybody should afford Ndiposa kila mtu aweze kununua. Bread has to be a minimum, minimum. Mkate lazima uwe wa msingi. You take a bunch of ten, put in your armpit, cross the streets. Unachukua kama kumi, unaweka mkononi, unavuka barabara. But then if you look at the lifestyle of the wealthy. Lakini ukitazama mtindo wa maisha wa matajiri. If you look at their table. Ukiangalia meza yao. You get a select wine from a special vineyard unapata mvinyo wa kipekee kutoka kwa shamba la mizabibu speciali and they used to take they used to take cheese and dip cheese into very rich special olive oil na walikuwa wakichukua siagi na kuiweka katika mafuta speciali ya zaituni they dip cheese wanachukua siagi wanaweka ndani and when they are serving cheese they scoop the cheese from the oil na wanapokula ile siagi wanaichota kutoka kwa mafuta they put on the plate the oil floods the plate wanaweka kwenye sahani na ile mafuta yanajaa kwenye sahani the cheese has sucked most of the oil ile siagi imenyonya mengi ya yale mafuta and then they put they throw some olives on the surface na kisha wanatupa zaituni chache juu and then the special bread is wrapped on a cloth put on a basket it is hot na kisha mkate maalum umefunikwa na kitambaa na kuwekwa kikapuni ni moto and so they open the cloth they break the bread which is hot you touch the cheese the cheese melt and it sucks the bread sucks the oil you eat it kwa hivyo unavunja mkate ambao ni moto kisha unautumia kugusa ile siagi na mkate unanyonya ile siagi na mafuta na unakula and then na kisha you pick one olive and eat you remove the seed unachukua zaituni moja unakula unatoa mbegu and you sip the special wine na unakunywa ile divai ya kipekee and then at the side here might be fish or whatever some barbecue beef so you, that you eat but this is the table alafu hapa kando labda kuna samaki kuna barbecue nyama fulani hiyo ni ya kando tu lakini hii ndio yenyewe sasa while the poor people mainly the pita bread mainly the bread na ili hali wale maskini ilikuwa tu sana sana ni mkate wa pita with whatever they found but bread if you get bread that is enough na chochote walichopata lakini ukipata mkate hiyo ilikuwa inatosha whatever you get vegetable whatever that is additional chochote unachopata kama ni mboga ama ni chochote hiyo ni ziada tu listen to this now Sikiza hii sasa. If you look at the two groups. Ukiyatazama haya makundi mawili. That the Lord is speaking to. Ambayo Bwana anayanenea. The two groups. Makundi mawili. One group is the poor people. Kundi moja ni la watu maskini. Who mainly depend on bread. Ambao hasa wanategemea mkate. And the Lord is telling the rider of the black horse. Na Bwana anamwambia mpandafarasi wa farasi mweusi. That if you find those poor people, make life even harder for them. Kwamba ukiwapata hao maskini, fanya maisha yao yawe magumu hata zaidi. Make sure that the bread is very scarce even difficult for them much more. Hakikisha kwamba mkate ni hadimu kabisa hata ngumu zaidi kwao. But if you find those whose table has wine 
and olives and cheese and oil lakini ukipata wale ambao meza yao iko na divai na zaituni na siagi na mafuta which is the symbol of affluence ambayo ni ishara ya utajiri the symbol of plenty ishara ya utele the symbol of surplus ishara ya ziada if you find those people ukiwapata watu hao please don't destroy them tafadhali usiwaharibu preserve them walinde wow why wow. would the lord say such a thing kwa nini bwana aseme kitu kama hicho that is incredible that the lord can say such a thing hiyo ni ajabu ya kwamba bwana anaweza kusema kitu kama hicho let me explain to you wacha niwaelezeni the lord was saying bwana alikuwa anasema that in these days ya kwamba katika siku hizi you remember in the prophecy of the black horse i said famine global famine is coming kumbuka katika unabii wa farasi mweusi nilisema kwamba njaa ya kote duniani inakuja be careful when the prophet of the lord speaks makinikeni wakati nabii wa mungu ananena there is so much deep there kuna mengi ya kilindini pale i know that the physical famine came najua kwamba njaa ya kihalisia ilikuja but there is also a spiritual famine lakini pia kuna njaa ya kiroho listen to this now sikiza hii sasa the lord was saying bwana alikuwa anasema that in the days before the messiah comes ya kwamba katika siku za kabla ya kuja kwake masia there would be two types of churches kutakuwa na makanisa aina mbili one of the churches moja wapo ya makanisa will be barely surviving litakuwa linangangana kuishi and the bread will be very scarce na mkate utakuwa haba sana read with me the book of amos chapter 8 verse 11 and 12 soma pamoja nami katika amosi mlango wa 8 mstari wa 11 na 12 amos chapter 8 amosi mlango wa 8 verse 11 and verse 12 Mustari wa 11 na wa 12. This is the sensitive hour where you must catch it. Hii ndio sanyeti ambayo ni lazima uishike. If you catch this one you can run with it up to heaven. Ikiwa utashika hii unaweza kukimbia nayo hadi mbinguni. Amos chapter 8:11 12. Amos mlango wa 8 mstari wa 11 na 12. And he says. Na anasema. The days are coming declares the sovereign Lord Siku zinakuja asema Bwana Mwenyezi when I will send a famine through the land wakati nitakapotuma njaa katika nchi yote not a famine of food or a thirst for water but a famine for hearing the words of God si njaa ya chakula wala kiu ya maji lakini njaa ya kusikia maneno ya Bwana men will stagger from sea to sea Wanaume watayumba yumba kutoka bahari hadi bahari and wander from north to east na watayumba yumba kutoka kaskazini mpaka mashariki searching for the word of the lord but they will not find it wakilitafuta neno la bwana lakini hawatalipata This is incredible. Hii ni ya ajabu. Because the Lord is now saying anasema, that when the Messiah is about to come. Ya kwamba wakati Masia sasa kwa karibu kuja. There will be two types of churches globally. Kutakuwa na aina mbili ya makanisa kote duniani. Matthew chapter 25 he says when the Messiah is about to come there will be two types of virgins. Mathayo 25 anasema kwamba Masia atakapokaribia kuja kutakuwa na wanawali aina mbili. The foolish virgins, the wise virgins. Wanawali wapumbavu na wanawali wenye hekima. Meaning there will be two types of churches. 
kumaanisha kutakuwa na kanisa aina mbili. He say one group the foolish will not enter. The other group they will have oil. Oil they will enter the wise church. Anasema kwamba kundi moja ni la wapumbavu hawataingia na kundi lingine ni la wenye hekima wako na mafuta wao wataingia. And this is what the voice of the Lord was saying from the throne of God. Na hiki ndicho sauti ya Bwana ilikuwa ikisema toka kwa kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. That if you go to the world, ya kwamba ukienda duniani, you remember in the vision I saw the black horse running all over the nation. Takumbuka katika maono nilimwona farasi mweusi akikimbia kote kote kwa mataifa. He said when you go there, if you find a church that is barely surviving, they are looking for the word. Akasema kwamba ukienda kule na upate kanisa ambalo linangangana kuishi, wanatafuta sana neno they are looking for the bread they cannot find it shut the door on them wanatafuta mkate na hawawezi kuupata wafungia mlango if they are just struggling and looking for bread they cannot find the word there's nothing here ikiwa wanangangana tu wanatafuta mkate hawawezi kupata hawawezi kupata neno hakuna kitu meaning they are hungry kumaanisha wako na njaa and a hungry person na mtu mwenye njaa can eat anything anaweza kula chochote kile and that's why false prophets will be there na ndio maana manabii wa uongo watakuwepo they will be feeding them on garbage watakuwa wakiwalisha takataka and he says na anasema that is not the bride of christ huyo si biarusi wa kristo shut the door on the church funga mlango juu ya kanisa hilo that is the church in falsehood hilo ni kanisa lilomo katika uongo udanganyifu but he says lakini anasema if you meet a church ikiwa utakutana na kanisa where there is a wine ambapo kuna divai and there is oil and there is cheese kuna mafuta na kuna siagi the church of the wine kanisa la divai the church of the oil and the wine kanisa la mafuta na divai where the new oil is flowing ambapo divai mpya inatiririka and the oil is the flow of the anointing of the holy spirit na mafuta ni mtiririko wa upako wa roho mtakatifu and he says and when that anointing of the holy spirit comes that church will be in revival of the holy ghost na anasema ya kwamba wakati huo upako wa roho mtakatifu utakapokuja kanisa hilo litakuwa katika uvuvio wa roho mtakatifu and the power of that anointing na nguvu za upako huo is the new wine the special wine ni divai mpya divai ya kipekee If you see that church Ukiliona kanisa hilo the oil and wine church Kanisa la mafuta na divai Preserve that church Linda kanisa hilo Protect that church Chunga kanisa hilo That is the bride of Christ Huyo ndio biharusi wa Kristo And so I have come na kwa hivyo nimekuja I have come to announce nimekuja kutangaza that the dispensation has now arrived ya kwamba sasa majira yamefika for the oil and wine church kwa kanisa la mafuta na divai to receive the protection of Jehovah kupokea ulinzi wa Jehovah because the rapture is near manake unyakuzi umekaribia the messiah is coming masia anakuja 
And he says Na anasema that the church which is in the oil and wine Ya kwamba kanisa lililomo katika mafuta na divai That is the vessel of the Holy Spirit Hilo kanisa ni chombo cha Roho Mtakatifu So she has the Holy Spirit revived Kwa hivyo lina uvuvia wa Roho Mtakatifu And the Holy Spirit Nae Roho Mtakatifu will always reveal more and more of Christ to the church Kila mara atafunua zaidi na zaidi ya Kristo kwa kanisa And so when she worships Na kwa hivyo wakati kanisa linaabudu she's being instructed by the holy spirit linaagizwa na roho mtakatifu when she is praying wakati linaomba she's being instructed by the holy spirit linaelekezwa na roho mtakatifu when she is walking wakati linatembea she's walking in the holy spirit linatembea katika roho mtakatifu that church hilo kanisa she knows linajua that the messiah is the spirit filled man kwamba masia ni mtu aliyejazwa roho that church hilo kanisa that is spirit filled ambalo limejazwa roho that church hilo kanisa that is the bride of christ huyo ni biarusi wa kristo he said there he said two two types alisema pale aina mbili he said two alisema mbili one which is in scarcity moja ambalo liko katika ukame and the other one is in plenty revival na lingine liko katika wingi utele uvuvio my question becomes swali langu la kwa hili which church do you choose to be je wewe unachagua kuwa kanisa gani which one do you choose to be unachagua kuwa kanisa lipi